0: Money on my phone, huh. that mean I talk to the money. Indeed. Money on my chain, I huh. mean the money hang with me. Oh, really money true. on my hat, that yeah. mean money on my mind. Huh. Money on my Kool-Aid, that yo. mean my money sweet. Oh, yeah, G, what, the, what is on your all shades, boy? Shades, that mean I see the money. Well, well. The money change I mean, uh, 65, you heard me? Huh. What's your money on your shoes for? I mean, I walk to the money. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Money on my watch, huh. I mean time is money. What's happening guys? Happy Sunday and welcome to the Dynasty Warzone Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast on tonight's show. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Some win now, Dynasty trade targets, and he's back. Back from vacation. It must be really, really cold compared to where he went on vacation. The ever hoodied, backward-hatted Mr. Jerry Sinclair, the man of the hour and the man with the Power Buddy, welcome back.
1: Yeah, listen, it's good to be back. Uh, it's actually not cold in central Iowa, but uh, the fiance keeps it at like 34 degrees in the apartment. So I got to, you know, I, I got to stay cozy. I don't, I don't know if you see, I don't have enough manhood in, in my relationship. She is the absolute alpha in the situation. So the, the climate is controlled by her
0: what can I say? Oh, there's, there, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. So my, my wife is a uh, big believer in quote unquote sleep hygiene, and, you know, and there, there is some, some sleep. There's like, if, if sleep was anything else other than sleep, it would be considered a performance enhancing drug. And And she's big into sleep hygiene and a mask and, you know, cold. And it's like, dude, like I have to wait till she falls asleep. I sneak upstairs and turn the thermostat up two degrees so that the fan doesn't run the entire time we're trying to record a podcast because that's what she does she cranks it down colder than a witch's tit and a brass bra but real quick jerry while you were gone i did a lot of bonus shows man i had to do bonus shows without you we missed you
1: yeah well you're you're a psychopath who does an ungodly amount of shows anyway but listen, yeah, yeah it's it, it's good to be back um you know it's it's tough to leave a place where you just are in a pool and have fruity drinks it was a hard life for 2 weeks that's all uh, i'll a say
0: a hard life the all inclusive life by the way the all inclusive life True. of a man named uh, of a man named Jerry Sinclair but yeah i was over here slaving over a hot microphone i i converted the fundamental theorem of dynasty fantasy football that's live on the dynasty warzone youtube channel as well as the dynasty warzone podcast channel so we had that going for us, which was, which was good. And uh, if you, if you know, you heard me at the top of the show, happy Sunday. Yeah. If you want this early and a few less ads, you might head over to YouTube. If you're a podcast subscriber, because then you can just set your phone down you can put it on the charger. You can go listen pretty much this way. I'll, I'll leave it at this and we'll jump right into the body of the show. We got a lot to cover. I ain't wasting no time because we ain't got no time to waste. It's, it's, it's two shows. If you're an audio consumer, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, whatever, Dynasty Warzone feed, player profiler feed. If you're a YouTube consumer, player profiler feed, Dynasty Warzone feed. It is that simple. You'll never miss any content from us here at the Dynasty Warzone. But, uh, Mr. Jerry, before we get back into everything and, and continue the art of getting caught back up, let's take just a quick word to hear about our friends from Underdog.
2: Let's take a moment to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Now, many of you have already signed up. Thousands have signed up from Player Profiler already over the years. Underdog has supported us since 2020. Much of what you see on Player Profiler is because of Underdog, because of their support. Get the Underdog app. Plug in that promo code UNDERWORLD. I used to play Underdog just for the best ball drafts. I mean, the best ball drafts are amazing. These draft rooms fill so quickly. And you can win life-changing money. You want to take advantage of all the sleepers we talk about on this show? Well... What better place than in an underdog draft room to do that? And I recommend taking your underdog play to the next level by diving into their NFL pick'ems. It's important to correlate those NFL pick'ems. You can pick both the quarterbacks and the wide receivers to exceed expectations, correlate them, and you can 5X your payout. Bada bing, bada boom. Underdog Fantasy, the promo code is UNDERWORLD. For an instant deposit match up to $100, underdog is the truest friend of the underworld.
0: Yes, very well said. The truest friend of the underworld and underworld—that's uh thats our new home. And Underdog is our sponsor. So, Jerry, anything else on vacation before uh, before we jump into good people, bad tweets? Anything else you want to reminisce on? Uh,
1: you know, it was it was a good time. Uh, I came back, got my Scott Fishbowl invite. I don't know if Randy pulled his things or I just finally got my unfortunate you know, invite, but, uh, you know, I'm excited for that. I think this is near four or five in a row feel blessed every time to do that because I, it took me a long time to be able to get into that some bitch. I have had some very, very good runs and some absolutely atrocious, embarrassing showings also. So I am very hot and cold when it comes to the Scott fish bowl so far.
0: Yeah. And the drafts, you know, less than a month away. All right Now I'm working with Ryan McDowell of DLF to get him on the kiss the ring podcast. That's my player profiler only podcast. We're going to do one this coming Monday. Ryan's not on that one, but I've got Ryan coming up in the future to do the kiss the ring podcast, talking about what it's like to put together the world's largest fantasy football a tournament. pain in the ass that's probably yeah i mean it's, 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 it's a it's, it's a lot of work they raise a, a shitload of money for charity and it's absolutely fantastic what ryan and, and scott are doing so uh, i'm excited to talk to him and then i noticed your avatar you got the uh you got the mo's you picked Mo, the mo's division yeah well you, you, you were it, there you for know, a long time
1: it, yeah so dynasty war zone listeners will know that uh I was at Moe Southwest grill for 12 years. I was their GM before we moved out to Iowa because my wife is going to vet school here, uh, go Cyclones. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was an easy choice. I hated Mo's for, you know, 12 years, but now I look back on it romantically and appreciate my time and yada, yada, yada. Uh, so hopefully I can kick the hell out of everybody in that draft and move up in the playoffs and, take home the Scott Fishbowl championship and all the glory that it comes with and be
0: a wonderful champion and not an embarrassment to you. Well, you guys all did better than I did last year, but there'll be a lot more, you know, a lot more Scott Fishbowl talk as we get closer to the draft. But unfortunately we're going to be like the bloods and the Crips, the Crip Mac on hood because I'm in the Chipotle division. I'm in Chipotle. You are, you are, you are, you are hey. in those. And, uh, Chipotle,
1: so it's pulling is absolutely, we, we are hitting the, the burrito market for sure, but I do love me some, Chipotle. we, we
0: are going to be talking about Scott fishbowl and a lot of burritos here in the not too distant future. But I, I do want to talk about some good people, bad tweets. Now okay. I tried, I tried to save this one for my buddy Sheps. Now Sheps was filling in for me last week. Uh, next week, our buddy Matty kiwum going to be filling in for me. Cause I'll be in Iowa for a baseball tournament, and uh, if you don't know Matty Kiwoom, shame on yourself. Matty is awesome. He he recently trimmed up the mullet, but he did a great show on Saturday. At least it came out on YouTube on Saturday. I know the podcast has dropped, too, with Adam. I, mean, I did it again. Alan Seslowski from... R- I just I can't shake it. I just can't, but Alan and, and Matty did a great show, so make sure you check that out, and then I will be watching I'll actually like have it like in my head, not watching because I'll be driving. I'll have it in my headphones next week when you and Maddie and uh I don't know who else may stop by to hang out with you guys. I don't know. I'm not even gonna be here. That's your it's your problem, Jerry.
1: That's true. That's fine. It, it, it's
0: fine. This is true. All right, let's get into it. Uh Adam Rank. Now Adam Rank is a uh is he like the Walmart version of Matthew Barry for like NFL Network? That's fair. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he feels like. I mean harsh. that
1: that feels a little disrespectful because he does do good stuff. But yeah,
0: okay. I'm, I'm not saying he does bad stuff. I'm just, but this is a, know, this I is a, this is a pretty brutal tweet, Jerry. I'm just going to be very honest. Okay. Okay. And, and and I don't get it. I don't know if like it's attention seeking. Like you know, he's looking for buzzwords. He's looking for engagement. You know, hey, I'm going to put a Dallas player in this. But uh, oh, Adam said, C.D. Lamb. Seems to be going unnoticed in fantasy drafts that I've done so far, which is a mistake. He scored 15 plus points in 11 games last year, good for third in the league. I expect similar, if not better, production this year. Jerry, um, I, I stand before you, just befuddled and confused. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I got to do it. This motherfucker on the planet. Holy shit. I mean, it's pretty stupid. It's a bad take, bad take. Um, I I know, CD Lamb is my is my dynasty wide receiver three. How is that unnoticed? And I looked at some some,
1: like like just just tell me that Jackson Smith and Jigba is going unnoticed in the rookie draft.
0: I mean, it's what are we doing, Adam? I mean, this is horrible. I mean, in in one QB best ball or like mock drafts for seasonal leagues. He's going around the one-two turn. How is a guy who's a border first round draft pick in seasonal leagues, the third wide receiver off the board? He's literally almost in a tier all by himself at the wide receiver position for Dynasty. Would you agree? I would agree. I mean, it's Jamar Chase, who the podfather has as his 101. Now, I'm still a Justin Jefferson guy, but me I mean two,
1: but they're but they're there. But that's a
0: tier. That's a tier. Then CD Lamb is like to me. C.D. Lamb, and I know some people have like AJ Brown right there with him. Yep. You know, a couple other guys. I think C D Lamb's almost in like this unique situation by himself. Because what what would you have to get in addition to you know AJ Brown to make you move C D Lamb?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I it would be I something, that, right? Yeah. It, something.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're not just you're not going to do that 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 trade straight up. I mean it almost feels like you would have to offer AJ Brown and a first to get CD Lamb in a second.
1: I, I mean depending on the person, yeah. Cuz I, mean, I mean there's there's going to be people that'll take AJ Brown over CD Lamb. I am not those
0: people. Yeah,
1: Don't get I, I me wrong, just CD Lamb going to it's a it's a horse shit take. It, it, you, you it's a horse shit take. You you're you're farming you're farming to be the bad guy essentially is what that is. Like it, you're trying too too hard to be the heel.
0: Oh, that is I'm, true. You know what? That That's a damn good take because Adam considers himself a bit of like, he, he mixes in a lot of pro wrestling and, and uh, you know, his content as well. You know um, I, I haven't watched pro wrestling in like many years. Like you always talk about young Jerry back in the, the high school days, you know, and, you know, in your rock t-shirt and DX and telling people, maybe that's, maybe that's what he's doing. Now, when I got out of the pro wrestling thing, you you know, I got into the MMA thing. And I'm just going to close this one out with this little bit right here. You know how fucking stupid you have to be to even think something like that, let alone say it publicly and act like you're fucking serious. So I, I've become more of a Dana White guy, less of a WWE guy. I just didn't get the tweet. I didn't get the take. It felt like it was... Uh, it was to your point it was engagement farming and just it, uh
1: which it, it is and I guess if you're in his spot like I don't I don't want to no. judge you. I it, it worked, right? We're, like we're, we're talking, talking about, about it, it. But, but I don't you're, really you're not you're not helping anybody with nonsense like that. And if you if that's what you're trying to do, which as a fantasy analyst, you know, I think that's what you're trying to do.
0: You're not. We're going to be talking about dynasty veteran or dynasty win now players in just a second but is there a wide receiver that maybe fits that bill for you this year is there a young guy that you know that is going unnoticed in fantasy drafts that you think could be really valuable
1: i think the easy answer is probably drake london but i i I don't i don't think he's going unnoticed either you know what i mean but like like if there's a person that could take an extreme jump and Listeners of the D W, longtime listeners of the D W Z, will know that we sort of shit on Drake London, you know, as a prospect, and we weren't exactly it, wrong. It, it wasn't they exactly wrong. The world on fire,
0: but but it, but for me, it was health based. It was it was yeah. he had never played more. Drake London being your guy, I, I I think for me, and I think as long as he's on the Denver Broncos, the guy that I think's going unnoticed is Cortland Sutton. So I was listening to uh, John Middlecoff who is a tremendous uh, football podcaster in his own right. Doesn't do fantasy, just does podcasting. And and he was talking about an interview he saw saw with Sean Payton talking about how Russell Wilson's got to get back to playing basketball on grass. And this is what we were excited for last year, is the DK Metcalf role. That's the guy that I think is going unnoticed. When I think of wide receivers that are quote-unquote going unnoticed, you know what's he going like wide receiver 40, 36, yeah. somewhere in that yeah, neighborhood? Yeah. And, and, and 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 I think he's a guy that could really give you a lot of value because I think the whole entire offense goes up. I think we with Sean Payton, you may actually get Jerry Judy as that Tyler Lockett type, and you might get Cortland Sutton as that DK Metcalf type. So for me, those are the kind of wide receivers, Drake London to a degree. But yeah, I mean, CD I mean, Lamb he's not... he's
1: still going pre- pretty early, but not not like Cd Lamb. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? And yeah, and and Snowman's right. Like, we did, we did. It, well, it, you want you want people talking about it? I guess all all publicity is good publicity. You know, oh I'm, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, 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 in a world where I just, how does Jerry? You know, does, yeah, I like use a, I use my platform. It, not saying I'm some brilliant human being because I'm not. My entire mantra has been to tell people the mistakes i have made and that i have learned from so that they don't make those in in their same life as a dynasty player and adam rank has played a ton of fantasy and he knows lots about it and just saying things like that is irrelevant because it doesn't exist
0: well, Jerry, it gave me a chance to play not one but two Dana White sound bites, so I, I'm tol- I'm I'm totally here for that. I'm 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 always looking for a chance to play the soundboard. So, but these people are here to talk about win now dynasty players. So the floor is yours. Welcome back to your own show. Who is a win now? Talk- well, let me ask you this before you get into that: what's a what's your definition of a win now player? When I say I, Jerry, see, when I say Jerry, you are, Jerry, just, you are- Absolute professional
1: because I that I was going to start off with what how I am going to quantify this and you just you you underhanded it to me like a real peach. I would say that a person like that is a win now candidate is somebody that is absolutely on the descending graph of dynasty value. Their value is not going to go up at any point, but that does not mean they cannot help you. Win the damn thing now and make your friends cry and win you some money. And the first one I'm going to do is someone who is old. Someone who is absolutely not worth the production that they are going to give you this year. They've even got a little bit of injuries in the recent history. It's Derrick Henry. You can get Derrick Henry for cheap, cheap, especially in think? rookie
0: season. What do you think? Like like a
1: first? 110. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, like, like like, consuming... like, like, what's, like, what, what's one ten? like Kendra Miller
0: in like a one he, QD, in there? I mean, maybe, I well, can, I can well, a move. little,
1: he's probably going a little earlier, probably in that, but like, I just, what is this offense going to be? Like, are we going to rely on rookie Will Levis to just come in and set the world on fire? Are we going to think Ryan Tannehill is just going to have a third wind? Like, I just, I can't see And we got Traylon Burks and then dog water as the other pass catchers in that offense. So what are they going to do? Are they going to rely on maybe Traylon Burks exploding? Or are they going to rely on the absolute animal that is Derrick Henry? And we've still got Vrabes as their coach there. The the entire foundation of this man has been defense and running the ball since he's gotten there and they still have Derrick Henry, they are going to just run this man until he dies. And I don't know if he ever will, because up to this point, he probably already should have, but he's already a superhuman.
0: Well, I'm looking and at he, some... He, he... Go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, so I'm looking at some... No, no some... I, I'm
1: just going to say, his, he, his his trade acquisition cost is nothing, and he's going to finish as an RB8 at worst. Can, can,
0: can I push back just a little bit on you? Yeah, I mean, of I course. Mean, I mean, for for me, I get that Derrick Henry was last year's RB3 on the season in, in full-point uh-huh. PPR. I get it. But to your point, it's like, what's this offense going to be? I mean, if you're a defensive coordinator, aren't you going all out to stop Derrick Henry and just taking your chances with a comp But, ha- but have,
1: have defenses not been doing that already? And this bowling ball specimen of an athlete, has absolutely embarrassed defensive coordinators and defensive players for almost a decade.
0: The guy's an animal. Oh, there's no question. He's part man, part animal. He's a manimal. But, I mean, for me, a running back, if I'm moving, like, first, just because of the nature of the running back position, if I'm going to acquire a win-now running back, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on your guy, even though I'm getting ready to. Yeah, you are. It's the classic Ricky Bobby with all due respect. So that I means I can say whatever the hell I want. It's in the law. I believe it's in the Geneva convention. Well, who are you it, taking it? it well, well, hold on. I'm not going to running back there because I'm waiting until like my league's trade deadline to make sure he's healthy. Cause if See, I, I go ahead, here,
1: here's why I want to get Derrick Henry. Now he's only going to get more expensive because week one, Randy, he's going to, he's going to put up 125 yards and maybe a touchdown. And even if he doesn't, he's still going to get 24 carries. The first month of the season, he's going to have a hundred touches and his value is going to go up because that rookie sizzle is gone. And now we're in point scoring. So the person with Marvin Mims, who's, you know, you'll pay a pretty early pick for Marvin Mims considering. But in the first month of the season, I'm going to guess he's got about 13 total points combined
0: now, he, he's he's not on on my list, but you know I I'll I'll I'll, dis- I'll I'll discuss him more in the overtime. It'll be a separate video later in the week on player Profiler. It is Alvin Kamara. Well, you're going to say, "But Memphis, he's going to be sus- uh, suspended for t- exactly. He is going to be suspended for 10 games. So you know what I'm going to have him? The fantasy football playoffs." Yeah. Now, I don't know when he's going to get suspended, if he's going to get suspended. Cool. But you know what? When he comes back week 11, unless that's their bye, then week 12, you know what's right around the corner? The fantasy playoffs. I know I'm going to get him when he's healthy. I want him to get suspended. If I can give you a second for Alvin (laughs) Kamara right now, if I give you a second today, I want Alvin Kamara to get suspended tomorrow for 10 games. Same as Kareem Hunt for violence on video. I mean, it's not apples to apples, but you get my point. I want yep. him to get his ten games. I want him to go away, and I want him to show up healthy, happy, and ready to get to work in week eleven or twelve because he's then, still under
1: contract too.
0: Bingo! And then I can get all those fantasy points and not have to worry about if I trade for Derrick Henry now for a first, I have to wait from now and hope because he's twenty nine, and I know he's been That's pretty fair. much. I know he's been That's pretty fair. much indestructible. Up to this Until point, recently. but 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 he's still 29 and his one injury of real concern throughout his career is a foot. And they don't make strong feet. You know, they don't get better with age I, again. So I'm not poo-pooing. I don't disagree that Derrick Henry is going to be a point scoring son of a bitch, but because of the running back and my first guy, I'll go ahead and jump into it. Okay. My first guy is Keenan Allen. And, you know, Keenan Allen played less games than Brian Robinson last year and Brian Robinson got shot twice. And, you know, Keenan Allen, you know, missed pretty much 10 games. He tried to he played the first game, got hurt, tried to squeeze in another one, you know, somewhere along the way. And then he came back and played week 11 through 18. And Jerry, do you know where he finished wide receiver? What in weeks 11 through 18? I don't, but you're going to let me know. He was the wide receiver. No shit, really? Wide receiver three overall in that time period, scoring 16 points a game. The year how much how
1: much how much much you think Keenan's costing you though?
0: I'm I'm getting there now. In the year before, he played 16 of the 17 games. Yeah, scored 16 points a game. Finished as the wide receiver 11. Could could your fantasy roster? Could your dynasty roster on a win now team use 16 points a game? Yep, hundred percent. Mine sure could. I mean, I think you could get him for any second. I think you could literally get him for any second in in draft right now. Um, you, you may have to throw I mean, let's say your most of your rookie drafts are probably done. There's yeah, probably 100%. some really there's probably some really nifty old school rookie drafts out there where everybody gets together and you play paintball or around a round of golf or you know, you have some beers and, and that's awesome. But for the most part, most rookie drafts are done. If I had to, I wouldn't like it. But if I had to give up like Marvin Mims to, to get Keenan Allen on a win now team, fine. Maybe you got maybe last year you finished fourth in your league and you have the 109 draft pick and you drafted up the 109 in a super flex league and then Marvin Mims fell to 209 which he did in several of my rookie drafts and if I had to give up Marvin Mims to go get Keenan Allen on a win now team yeah 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 especially if like I can make him my like wide receiver three or like a depth wide receiver where I may be forced some weeks to decide between him and a running back three that I really like but we've seen over the course of his last, we'll call it 27 games, 25 games. The guy's 16 points a game, lock it up. Lock and it Justin Herbert's pretty good. I and mean, he's still and, there. And Andy actually got an improvement at the offensive coordinator. You know, my man Michael Lombardi, who hosts the GM Shuffle podcast, calls him the joystick. Says he's not, you know, he's not good at um running an offense, but he's great at calling plays. It's like he's playing in Madden, so he calls him the joystick. So He's got a guy that's going to help put up points. They're going to be passing. I absolutely love, absolutely love Keenan Allen giving us cost because Jerry, you're an experienced dynasty gamer, and you were shocked when I said he was the wide receiver three. I was, I, I was,
1: and I, I have been fully engaged in fantasy football throughout that entire time frame that you gave me, and I, it did surprise me. I will absolutely not poo-poo that like you did, my dear man, Derrick Henry. I mean, because you still got to be
0: careful. You still got to be careful. He could pull oh, a handy of, again.
1: Of of course, of course. But the, that's that's, the, that's going to be the case with everyone that we're talking about because we're talking about finding values that their points are going to exceed their, their dynasty value for sure. I would,
0: I would be honest. I'm so impressed with his points per game when I was doing the research for this episode that if I had to give you my 24 second and my 25 third, just take it. Just take it because I want to win. I want to win championships. You know, and, and and that's the thing, and the and that that
1: acquisition cost there, right? Like a second and a third, that's wide receiver four on your team prices, and so if you're going to get somebody with Keenan Allen's production, and you're going to put him in as your starting wide receiver three, that's a championship level wide receiver three. The 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 guys that you are challenging the other contenders. It is going to be very hard for them to have a better wide receiver three than you if you're starting Keenan Allen, and the acquisition cost is cheap to do it.
0: Let me ask you a question. What do you think you could get in addition to Keenan Allen for, for Cooper Cup? So I'm, we're just – and the reason why I ask is it's a name first trap. plus, probably. I mean, I I move Cooper Cup for two late first and then like a future pick, like a second so, I mean, if you could get Keenan Allen in a first sold, if I have to add a third to Keenan Allen sold, because here's the thing yeah, you may give up three or four points per game if everything goes according to what it has the last couple of years. But you know what the age difference is between Keenan Allen and Cooper Cup? One year, zero like, like, years, maybe? Like 18 months. Yeah. I mean, 18 months. Like when you say Keenan Allen, he's been in the league since forever. It feels like he's an 11 year vet. True. you know they're, they're practically the same age so for me i mean to it,
1: an extent cooper cup is sort of a value too just because of the injury and the age is, now is he, his is his, his name his name is going to cost more which is, is he why your next guy not, no he, he's not I, I do have a wide guy? receiver as my next guy let's though. let's hear your next guy ready i'm gonna go with another unsexy I, I bet guy you, that,
0: I, i'm gonna write down a name so this is for like the studio audience this is why you should be watching on youtube i've got it this is a pin Okay. I'm gonna write this down while you say the name. Okay. You got it? Yeah, go ahead. All right.
1: Uh is it a Cleveland Brown wide receiver?
0: Oh no, I didn't get it right. Uh it's Amari Cooper. Okay, I I for the for the people watching it, I wrote Mike Evans. Okay. My, See, I, I thought about Mike Evans, but name. the
1: quarterback situation is too is too iffy for me.
0: Well, when the quarterback situation, Mike Evans has produced with junk quarterback situations I mean, in the past. For me not it's wrong. for me it's, it's it's how it's how Baker passes the ball. Like Baker, you know, because of his height and like his like propensity to always scramble out of one side of the pocket, he's not a push the ball down the boundary, you know, kind of guy that I think I think he really suits Godwin more than Evans. So I and I couldn't go Godwin, so okay, I was wrong. Amari Cooper but spit
1: Listen, there's there's an argument for Mike Evans too, 100%. Uh, but Amari Cooper, he's got Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has shown himself capable. Yes, last year was absolute poop. I, I, history has shown this man to be a top five dynasty asset at the quarterback position. I am going to just go ahead and take that. I am a guy with a history degree, so I use history quite often. And he has been highly productive one bad season after having a very long break, emerging into a new offense, moved to a new city, yada, 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 shake the rust off, got a whole off season, uh, it, building a rapport with Amari Cooper and Amari Cooper has been pretty good. He's never been the guy that we wanted him to be when he was that elite profile prospect. Still been really good. His whole career and his value is just non-existent because he's never been sexy. Like he's and when he was sexy, he disappointed. So he's always the last two to three seasons. He's just been a nice value that you could just, he's another guy that you can just get in that like wide receiver three price range. And it's just, that's a great wide receiver to have to win you a championship. He's going to get, Twelve hundred because let's let's talk about the the competition that he has. Okay, Elijah Moore, right? Some people like Elijah Moore. What what has he shown to show me that he's going to be relevant in that offense? Cedric Tillman is a is a rookie. Like I I like him. I have you know I got quite a few shares of him, probably half a dozen. But like I'm those are scratch offs that I'm just I'm holding on my roster and hoping they turn out to be something. Amari Cooper is the guy, and if Deshaun Watson is of what Deshaun Watson has been in the league already, Amari Cooper is going to be extremely productive, and he's going to help you out. And because he's mostly steak and not a lot of sizzle, you're going to be able to acquire him for a value.
0: Value and volume. Well, I mean, and and he seemed to have avoided the DeAndre Hopkins scare because Cleveland has fallen down the, the odds of actually acquiring Mr. Mr. Cooper. Do you know where he finished last year when you do all 17 games in PPR? Do you know where, where Cooper Cooper finished? 13
1: would be my ten.
0: Guess. Okay. 10. And, and that was with some combination of Jacoby Biscuits, Brissette, and... And, uh, and the very, worst a, version
1: of Deshaun Watson we've ever seen.
0: And, and you're absolutely right. And, dude, you know, first of all, real quick, everybody in the chat, you're absolutely killing it. P.J., Harry... All you guys, Josh, I, I really appreciate everything you guys are doing in, in the chat. Elijah Moore is very, very, very good, but I, I do believe in rapport and I do believe in that veteran premium. Is, now, is he though? I, I mean, he's going. I mean, he's a, had it, like,
1: he's had like a 600 yard
0: season. Like, could just, but, but I mean, look
1: he, at like, like a, he's a, he's a fine as an NFL wide receiver, but I play fantasy, and it, there is not a competitive team that started him in one.
0: Well, just not. Um, I, I, I don't want to give it away because I, I covered it the other night in my uh, my, my little uh, bonus guys that I'm trading for. We actually covered it in our Patreon group chat the other day. But yeah, Amari Cooper, wide receiver, 34 off the board in the startup right now. Nestled ever so snugly between Quentin Johnston and Calvin Ridley. I'm not sure I want either of those guys, even in a dynasty, even with young guys ahead of Amari Cooper. And damn sure not on a win now team, Jerry. So I have to agree. Anything else on Amari Cooper? And I, I yes, I, everybody in the chat, we do agree. More is very good. Uh, my man, Donovan Peoples Jones. I see you, PJ. Yeah, Donovan Peoples Jones yeah, got listen.
1: nuked. Yeah, he did, and it sucks because I was definitely acquiring him early in the off season, just sort Same. of hoping, nuked. just just hoping to wasted, wasted those trades. Good job, Jimmy. yeah. But
0: but I will say this on Cleveland. It really feels like Cleveland wants to move to a a pass first offense. Yes. Like the which the it, it, that
3: it might to. not,
1: it might, it might not be the case this year. They're still, oh, gonna I know I, I, they're, I they're going to go bananas with Chubb, but I, I, I mean, Chubb's still going to get a ton. Chubb's, I mean, he Chubb's is gonna but, be great, but I, I agree. They are definitely
0: Chubb is going to be great because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to score more. So his touchdown upside is going to go way up with, with, a, with a better scoring offense. But to your point, I mean, he's not going to be relevant for fantasy, but there's going to be a game where. Donovan Peoples Jones catches a 65 yard touchdown. And then Cedric yeah. Tillman's a, is the guy who will replace him. So Amari Cooper is a win now piece. You're gonna, you know, probably the same prices you're gonna give up to get Keenan Allen, probably a little bit cheaper. I think people hate Amari Cooper more than they hate just Keenan Allen, okay. which is odd. Hey, I've always been that guy. I've never liked Amari Cooper, but I like points sure. and I like I like winning. Um uh, so so pop quiz, Jerry. Where did where did Tyler Higby finish last year in the tight end position and tight end premium scoring? 1.75 premium. I you're gonna make me look stupid because I literally have no idea. Uh
1: you I'm don't need to just, help. I'll, I'll just say 15. Uh how about six? Yeah, was, see, I knew was, you were gonna make me look he, stupid with that one.
0: He, he was the tight end six, and you know what? People were like, Well, of course he was. He he got you know, he got all those targets when when Cooper Cup got hurt. No, it actually got worse. He was actually doing better with Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford than before he got hurt. So he actually went from tight end six overall from the time that he had Stafford and Cup. And then those last week, also weeks 11 through 18, he dropped down to tight end nine in that window. So he was actually better with Cup and Stafford. And they literally added no one of consequence to this offense. I mean, they lost Allen Robinson, which. Did they lose anything? No. You know, and and they still have Ben Skaronic. They got Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, and then rookie Puka Nakua. I mean, unless I'm missing somebody, I think Tyler Higby, if you can't afford, like if, like maybe last year you played in the league and you got absolutely smoked by Travis Kelsey or you got absolutely smoked by like George Kittle and you can't get Mark Andrews and you can't get TJ Hawkinson. And I bet you it would cost you more to get Darren Waller than it would cost you to get Tyler Higbee.
1: It definitely and,
0: would. And, and I, I, all these guys that we're mentioning, we understand that you could be setting this draft capital or the young player equivalent on fire. But this is the cost of winning now. When you want to win now, you are willing to risk something of the future because you understand your win, window is, is finite. Think about what the Buffalo Bills are trying to do. The Buffalo Bills is trying to. They're, they're they're talking to James Cook. I'm excuse me Dalvin Cook. They've already got James, the the, the brothers Cook. They're talking to J, uh, to James Cook's brother Dalvin. They're they're talking to DeAndre Hopkins. They brought in um, Leonard Floyd. They are trying to do whatever they can. They're, they're, now they couldn't go out and make a big splash because they got the quarterback on the big extension. But they are literally going out and Von Miller last year. They are literally going to get anything possible to try to push them over the hump. And they'll deal with the ramifications from a cap and a a pick trading standpoint down the road. That's what we're talking about here. I'm not talking about moving your first. Your first is your influx of fresh talent. I'm only moving my first now that we're past most of my drafts. I'm only moving my first in season, you know, and that's going to be like that final push Correct. I'm not even I'm not even considering moving my 2024 first until the trade deadline, or if your league doesn't have a trade deadline until like the playoff start.
1: Because it's it it is hard to predict how things are gonna be. And if you end up with some catastrophic injuries or you know legal issues or whatever it could affect your team, and you don't have the first, oh, you are gonna be the saddest, saddest, most depressed little person 365 days from now. I'm with you, but just, I know I complain about the tight end position a lot, but the fact that Tyler Higby was the tight end six, can we just talk about what a disaster that position is if that's where he was? Because like, how many points did he have? It could not, it couldn't have been that many. Uh, like, you I, like, that? are we talking like nine points a, a game with a 1.75 premium? Ew.
0: Uh, you know what? It was actually 11 with the premium.
1: Okay. Gross! That's absolutely <laughs> gross that that puts that man oh, but, at but, tight but here's, end here's, six. Here's I, I, but you but you have to start him, and so you're not wrong. It's just it's just more fuel for my hatred of that entire position.
0: He had six games where he scored 15 points or more in that in that okay. format, and, and, and including week 16, which probably would have been like your semifinals. He scored 35 points that week with Baker Mayfield. So there is a, there is a, a range of of outcomes where he does you well I'll just go to up to their buy you know I think I don't remember when Stafford got hurt and was done for the year but he had 11.4 now again this is 1.75 tight end premium 11.4 7 point17.6 12.1 22.3 15.1 so the first five games with Stafford a healthy a healthy ish Stafford he was solid, Jerry. So uh, I know you hate the tight end position, though.
1: Yeah, but it, it's not a bad
0: one. Um, well, hold on. Hold on. Before okay. you do that, um, we still have... I, just, I, I know and uh, Jerry, you love, you love talking fantasy football, and we're going to do it right after we hear about the Dynasty Dominator. We're here to di- dominate Dynasty. Let's use tools.
2: Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add Titan Premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer. So you'll never lose another dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set. This is a win now team. This is a rebuilding team. And then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add-ons for Superflex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth
0: it. $5, Jerry. You want to hear a story about $5? Yeah, so after the baseball game with my son the other day, we stopped at Burger King. Now we both got a Burger King. All you right, know, child love,
1: abuse, but it's fine,
0: dude. Dude, it was it was that or not feed him. And, and so so so. And by the way, we love Burger King. If you want to sponsor the show, Burger King, we'd love to have <laughs> you. We, yeah, I'm just kidding. Love the Whopper. We we could have it your way, but uh, uh, Chipotle hit us up too. But we stopped. Both got the exact same thing: Whopper Combo Meal. Large fry, large drink, because we were starving. We'd been in a doubleheader. We literally had, like, whatever food my wife, out of the kindness of her heart, threw into it, like a, a snackle box for us. And that was all the food that we had. We were starving. What do you think two Whopper combos large size cost us? Uh, 28 bucks. $24 and change. And I was like, what the? What are we doing here? $24 for Whoppers? Good lord gracious. Uh, Listen, and you you could dominate Dynasty for five. And you could literally, for like that's for one fifth of our seven. Yeah, seven of your fries. You can can download an app that literally helps you win fantasy football games and and Dynasty leagues. But anyway, let's jump into about four more, four more win now, guys. Do you have anybody else who's, uh, who's winning your final two?
1: Uh, you know what? I've just been going you know different positions so let's keep it going let's talk quarterbacks bud Kirk Cousins what's this man got to do since he's been in Minnesota Randall let's let's talk about this guy last year 4500 yards 29 touchdowns year before 42 33 touchdowns year before 42 35 touchdowns like every single year he's been in Minnesota this guy has been a QB1 and every single offseason, he's Easy to acquire. I I I I get it that he's corny. He's maybe the corniest, cringiest human being that maybe has ever lived on this planet.
0: Have you ever heard of Russell Wilson?
1: I yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: I mean, as my son calls him, he calls him Perk
1: Thuggins. oh Jesus! See, that's a Gen Z kid right there. I just so like I understand it, and he chokes in the primetime games. He's done that since college as a person who had season tickets when he was the quarterback at MSU. Believe me, I understand. The Iowa game still hurts my heart, and that was 13 years ago. But the man has been productive. He is the epitome of a championship-level QB2 in a Superflex League. And he is an absolute steal in a 1QB Dynasty League where you can just load up at every single other position, punt QB until extremely late, and then there's Kirk Cousins. I, I, I don't understand. I'll never understand it. I could have said this exact same podcast the last four seasons, and he is just continuously bop, 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 bop produced. And now, now, not only does he have Justin Jefferson, he's got Jordan Addison there. And the elite elite producing running back that they've had? He's not there getting 270 touches.
0: They're going to have to throw it. My point is that you you literally gave what was the QB 11 two years ago and the QB 8 last year. You gave him Jordan Addison a full season with TJ Hawkinson and a coach that wants to throw the ball more and more and more. He plays in a dome. I know that doesn't matter to a lot. It, it matters to me. I love I, if, fa- hey, I love if you, fast track. If you live keys.
1: in the Upper Midwest in January, in December, when
0: it hurts to breathe, those do play football. Yeah, those,
1: pl- playing in the domes, that's a W.
0: Yeah, I'm. I I think that's a steal. Now, and he, he's going to be 36, so he's you'll old. have to figure out what to do with him next year. But there's going to be work for Kirk Cousins. There's gonna be a team that looks around and you know the Colts are out of this business. It feels like the Raiders are in this spin cycle of just, you know, rehashing. Here's the thing. And I know this is this is crazy and it sounds like blasphemy because they've got they've got the uh they've got the the guy that everybody loves in, in Trey Lance, they've got the seventh-round savior in Big Cock Brock Purdy. But do not be surprised next year if Kyle Shanahan does not make a run at free agent Kirk Cousins for two seasons. I'm telling you, if if my prediction that that Sam Darnold's this year's Geno Smith could happen, I'm, I'm telling myself that could happen. But <laughs> but like, listen, One you know, every, every, it, you know but... so so a couple of weeks ago I did the Mind to Mansion with uh, Matt Kelly, and he was like, Who, "Who's you know?" He ends every show with "Who's your truther?" And I was like, "You know, Sam Darnold has broke me of truthers." I still stand for for Sam Sam Darnold, but no more. He broke my heart into a thousand bajillion little pieces. So yeah, I'm still working for him. But dude, Kirk Cousins is going to land somewhere. So to your point, two years ago, I'm excuse me, last year he averaged 19 points a game, and again we gave him Jordan Addison. You know, I know Lamar didn't play him all. You know how many points a game Lamar scored last year? Standard ESPN scoring, Mm-mm. 20. Huh. So you can draft you can draft Kirk, uh, Lamar way up here or you can draft Kirk Cousins way down here or acquire him way down here at a fraction of the price. Yeah, it's a shorter-term thing, but you know what Kirk Cousins never does, Jerry? What does he never do? He never gets hurt and misses the Dynasty playoffs.
1: This man has missed one game what I'm in saying. his entire career.
0: What's the best that- ability? What's the best ability? Uh, availability, bud. And and, man, this is, this is not a cheap shot at like Justin Fields who missed a game last year, I believe during the, the fantasy playoffs, Lamar missed them all. Jalen hurts was Jalen hurts was banged up with the shoulder and all those running Konami co quarterbacks are great, but you cannot, you cannot beat a Kirk cousins as your QB two in a super flex, you know, it's, it's a steal. Now I have a QB as well. Now he's not as cool as Kirk cousins. But he is not a new spot, Jerry. He also plays in a dome. It's Derek Carr. And I know Derek, Derek Carr is kind of cringy. He's 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 in that cringy club with Perk Thuggins and, and Russell Wilson. Let's write. Let's uh, but but Derek Carr last year, QB 17, he only played 14 and a half games. They pulled him halfway through, I believe that was week like 16. And then did he didn't play, play weeks 17 or 18? He was the Q he still finished as the QB 17. And if he did, you know, played to his average the rest of the way, he wouldn't have finished as the QB 13. Now he gets Chris Olave. I know he's given up, he's given up Devontae Adams, but he's getting Chris Alave. Mike, Mike Thomas for now, healthy. Maybe. Maybe. You know, Alvin Kamara not suspended. You know, I really like Rashid Shahid. I know that's you know uh, uh, not a guy we're talking about. I really think he's oh. going to be fascinating this year, especially if Kamara gets suspended. But I think it's a good offense. He's to, not gonna to bring back to bring back a very old segment we used to do. He's a very good bargain bin guy. He is a tremendous bargain bin guy, and I know he's going to be there for a couple of years. So he's solid. He's the kind of guy that if you drafted or like, especially like with startup season going on shout out to the FFPC, but, but if, if, you know, you just drafted in a startup and maybe you have two potential really league winning quarterbacks, like, let's say hypothetically, you walked away with Jalen hurts and Anthony Richardson love both, right? You love both. Yep. Wouldn't you like to have like something a little bit stable, like a Kirk cousins, like it, like a Derek Carr, just in case, just in case I know that, Forever an optimist. I, 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 I had, uh, who was it? Uh, Dak and
1: Tua. I don't know. Was that last year that they both got her or two years ago? Oh my God. It was an
0: absolute disaster. What, that what team. Have like, a, like a stable, like a stable little, like a little piece, a little nugget, just just in case that the, the best, because like, I know we always in the spring, especially in June, which is technically the summer, we always default to the best case scenario. Well, well, Jalen Hurts is just going to you know, run it back and have an MP. Look, guys, he could. There's one he guy had- I trust to do that. His name's Patrick Mahomes. Everybody else is give or take. So if I can have like a, a, a Derek Carr, I'll throw in Mac Jones. I talked about him the other night on a different show. Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. Even Ryan Tannehill will be a bargain late as long as he keeps that job. I mean, these are the kind of guys that in Superflex that will I mean, keep he, he's float. a tier below them, in my opinion. sure, sure, but, sure, but sure. Yes. All right. Well, Jerry, you owe me one more. So we 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 had we added Perk Thuggins and Derek Carr, which get, was get a good one. one,
1: and 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 adding Mac Jones is a good one
0: too because oh, he's dude, likely he's I, likely going to be the starter. He's I, I,
1: free. I'm not, People I'm not hate gonna, him.
0: I'm not going to let you spoil that one. So I did that for uh, a special. <laughs> I did that for a special ten minute three guys three dynasty buys. It's going to be a ten minute segment. On the player profiler YouTube channel. I've got you a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver. Look for that real soon. Uh audio version only, I guess, or video version only. But give me one last guy.
1: This guy's a little bit more expensive. Uh, it's Miles Sanders. He, uh, you know, I, I just,
0: wanted to, but I tried to avoid that because Miles Sanders is like uh our like adopted son. We love he, Miles just, Sanders in this shop. A,
1: he's just he's never, you know, except for his first year when he you know, he was sort of like Amari Cooper, right? Like he was, you know, going to be a savior to everybody, and it was going to be absolutely wonderful. And this elite guy at Penn State, yada yada yada, and then sort of, you know, didn't didn't amount to that. He's got a good situation. The offense is he's the the most experienced in that entire offense. They're going to rely on him. They paid him. He's safely in the league for several years. You know, he's one of those guys that. I said at the beginning that everybody is sort of descending their, their dynasty value graph. And his is not necessarily to that point yet. I think it is sort of plateaued and we don't really know what it's going to be in this situation, but what I don't think it's going to be is a absolute disaster. He should get tons of touches. He's, you know, the most experienced player on the team. He's got right there. He has thrown the ball to running backs a tremendous amount He has shown that he can be a great pass catcher. And most importantly, he doesn't have Jalen Hurts stealing all of his touchdowns.
0: You know, I I did this stat a couple of weeks ago on a bonus Dynasty Warzone show, and I'm going to try to free, you know, freelance it off the top of my head. But it was something like Frank Reich's offense from his entire time at, at Indy as the head coach. You know, he averaged something like five targets a game to the running back position. And, and, and that may be off. It may have been as high as seven. I don't recall, but it was very frequent. It was a large percentage of passes went to the running back. So I, I think that's a good call uh, in dynasty startups right now. He is going as RB 26, right between Steve, a couple of rookies. That
1: is fucking wild.
0: Let me ask you a question real quick while, while, while you're wrapping your brain around that would you rather have miles sanders in his situation or joe mixon in his situation we're talking about the rb's 24 and 26 respectively
1: miles sanders because he's under contract for longer and not a knucklehead and well that i mean that goes without saying but contracts are such a major deal and when the, it comes to running backs in dynasty and he literally just got it so you're at least looking at 2 years which is eons in dynasty NFL running back time, you want to know what's crazy?
0: You know what's crazy? Shoot, Cam Akers is going ahead of Miles Sanders in in dynasties. I I I would yeah. never, never would I ever knock no, and, it off. And and, and, and listen, Jerry, make, knock you know,
1: it off. Cam Akers has made me look started looking brilliant. But, you know, he he came on, he did very well to end last season. And that's why the hype is there. He sort of is, he's okie doke in us a little bit. He's hitting us with that Tyler Higby 2018 or whenever the hell that season was where he ended well. And then everybody overhyped him. But that's like, that's just, that's absolutely wild. Like, I would uh, probably put, uh, I, just, I would probably put Miles Sanders as like RB11. Like, uh, I, 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 I th- I think people under, zone. no, no. The contracts are such a major deal. Look at how much value shifts immediately with running backs. Stability says something with that position and he is stable. Well, you but, don't have to worry about him until 2025. Maybe.
0: Well, I mean, he's he's got two years based on the contract, but we know these contracts are like, you know, tissue paper. So, so you're saying that you have him like in that back end RB one range, so, yes. because so, so you're saying because of the ambiguity around Tony Pollard, Josh ha- Jacobs, Rashad White, Rashad I Rod- think White.
1: I, I think Josh Jacobs will get a contract, so I would still take Josh Jacobs before okay. him. I will take Miles Sanders over Tony Pollard, I, I, two out of a hundred times,
0: dude. You can do you can go do yourself a favor and hug a, a, a Debbie, bro. If you have a Debbie, a Debbie, bro in your life, you know, um. The 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 consensus here is DeAndre Swift is the RB seventeen. I'm not taking DeAndre Swift over. I'm not taking him over Derrick Henry. I'm not taking him over Joe Mixon. I'm not taking him over Miles Sanders. Here's I am
1: I, personally. I'm not either. But I could understand where I would be very wrong in that situation. I, like there, know, there, there, how? there is there
0: how? is a lot. Wow.
1: I mean, how? he's very he's very good. I mean, I, every time he's played, he's been he very good. That's
0: you what I'm live. saying.
1: But like, that's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's been very good. I mean, he's been explosive. He's shown that he can be tremendous. The problem is Bro get, gets hurt too damn much and he needs to be minimized with his touches because he gets hurt so damn much and he's got Jalen hurts stealing shit from him. So listen, I'm taking all of those guys over Deandre Swift too, but there it, it, it's not inconceivable that he can't make us look fucking stupid. No matter how much you pinch your nose. I'm just well,
0: saying well, well the only way that DeAndre Swift is gonna make me look stupid is if he signs in twenty twenty four as the replacement for Austin Eckler in LA. Then I look stupid. Well, Ma- yeah. th- 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 that's,
1: but not, see, but that but if that situation I, I happens, his said, acquisition cost becomes is, too fucking sky high that he's not even worth getting out of here. He is team.
0: not gonna make me look stupid in twenty twenty three in that Philadelphia backfield. I, there's no I mean there, listen, there's no passing volume, there's just none. There's none, and 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 you can mealy-mouth it all you want. Not you. I'm talking about people in general and you, but you can mealy-mouth it all you want. There's no passing volume, and that's what he needs to thrive when you're in a running back field with Kenneth Gainwell, Rashad Penny, and Boston Scott. So I, I've always liked the talent, but I'm over the talent. I'm not yep. being fooled I anymore, you. but I, I do have one last guy, and he's a post-hype sleeper, and that's okay. A.J. Dillon. Now, he'll be a free agent as well, but we all know Aaron Jones' contract was made to get cut after this season. And when you have a good defense, and I personally believe that Green Bay has the best defense in the NFC North, and I don't think it's remarkably close. You know, I think Chicago can make a push this year. I, I really I, I really believe they, they brought in some good pieces. I think as a Colts fan, I think Matt Eberflus is a pretty good defensive coach. So I think that defense could say could take a step but i do believe that green bay has the best defense so how are they going to try to win that division play defense run the wall, run the ball protect the rookie quarterback look look at what and i don't want to call anyone say Quan barkley but would you say aj dillon's a better pass catcher than we realized yes would you say that Aaron Jones knows he's on his way out of Green Bay and he's probably going to make some business decisions cuz he's going to want one last contract
1: if he can get it and i don't think he's going to yeah, well i mean we, we see I, what the I hear, we, I hear, we see
0: yeah. what the veteran market is for running backs right now but why wouldn't we want AJ Dillon currently going off the board uh i just had this rb34 between Antonio Gibson and Alexander Madison, to me, we'll call that the the value pocket, and, and you know they're going behind guys like Pacheco. Pacheco's a sell for me. I do like James Cook, too. Devon Achain. Uh, I mean, I like Roshan Johnson. Zach Charbonnet. Is there a world where if you if you had if you had Zach Charbonnet? And I come to you and say, Jerry, I'd like to give you this. I would never do this, by the way. But I would come to you and say, Jerry, I would like to give you this. AJ Dillon for that Zach Charbonnet. How fast would you hit accept?
1: I would hit accept.
0: You want to talk about phone. stability? I'd like, Zach Charbonnet. I pick not up my phone it. and I just be like, mm, 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 just 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 accept. Yes, N- yes. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even like AJ Dillon. I, I don't like. I don't like AJ Dillon either. But I, 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 he's, I like the he's, athlete. He's, he's Tony Pollard.
1: He's he's Tony Pollard to me. Like I I think he'll get an opportunity. Because he he has shown it. You know, and I think he's he's gonna be an immediate sell the moment he does. But it, I, I get you. You you acquire him now, and then when that situation arises,
0: you, you can you have an Jerry's increased value fresh. asset. Very very rarely does Jerry hit me with one that I'm like, God damn, that's good. <laughs> that was one. Because what was AJ Dillon? I'm to me, what was Tony Pollard? C- he was hand. a guy who was splitting a backfield with a guy who was overpaid, a little bit older. we got to get this guy out of the way. And when this guy's out of the way, this is the guy. Now, there are different types of running backs. We're not saying sure. from a stylistic standpoint that A.J. Dillon is Tony Pollard. That's not what we're, we're not. saying. We're saying that the guy who actually is more like Tony Pollard stylistically and Aaron Jones is in the way of A.J. Dillon having a season or two of that, that peak Zeke workload. Now, A.J. Dillon is a free agent to be, but I just think he's the kind of guy that he's, again, going for RB34. He's going as RB34, so you can literally get him for RB3 prices, and he's got mid-RB2 upside on him. So, you know, I I will throw in this little stat that I I pulled on A.J. Dillon. He was the RB18 from weeks 13 through 18, and he missed a game in there due to his buy. So I think there's, there's, there's upside in this kid, and, again, Aaron Jones has missed time, you know, going to be protecting the brand, I, I guess, a little bit. So, Jerry, those are a lot of win-now targets.
1: And and just, I, I was pretty sure, you know, you mentioned earlier that uh, A.J. Dillon is a better receiving back than we thought. I mean, 34 receptions two years ago, 28 receptions last year. You look at Tony Pollard, I think it's like 30-something. 30 yeah, 39 the last two years pretty damn so, close yeah, i I'm, i i eight. would i would bet that 95 out of 100 people would not have guessed they were that similar in receptions you know, because the, aj dillon doesn't look like he catches the ball right he's got the, you know quadzilla but
0: let's go out let's go so, so, the, the the player profiler group is still wrapping up hashtag #dynasty week yeah i think it ends either tomorrow or or tuesday and they've been doing a lot of flag plants and everything jerry let's go out with a bold prediction Bold okay. prediction. Are you ready? You can yep. co-sign or you're not. You're going to look back 12 months from now and you're going to wish that you had had AJ Dillon mm-hmm. on your roster more than DeAndre Swift. I can't say that they're going to be worth more. Yeah.
1: He but I, the, the the more, the, but... the
0: points the points you're going to get from AJ Dillon this year will be much more valuable than the points you get from DeAndre Swift. I said what I said. It's
1: it's it's spicy, but it's not it's not out of the realm of possibilities, my friend. There is too much touchdown competition with DeAndre Swift for my liking.
0: Well, I, I got to say, so this is so this reunion is going to be short-lived for a week. Again, I'm going to Jerry's home state. I'm hoping you come and catch a baseball game. I don't know what your work schedules is like. Um, I know you're in Ames. We're going to be in, in Cedar Rapids. I'd love to see your face. Vinny would absolutely get a, a kick out of seeing you come to a ball game. But uh, I, I will not be here. Again, our buddy. Maddie key fresh fresh his podcast with Alan says of rotor wire. You got to check that out. If you haven't checked out, Maddie, you guys are going to love this. Imagine like East coast, Jerry. Now Jerry's Midwest, Jerry, cause <laughs> Jerry's Jerry and Jerry's from the Midwest. But, but Maddie is like East coast, Jerry. It's going to be like, you know, it's going to be a party. This is what I'm going to say. It's going to be a party next week with Jerry and Maddie. And then tomorrow, I don't want to say my guest yet for the Kiss the Ring podcast. I may have to do it solo. I may have to go to a backup. But I will be doing a Kiss the Ring tomorrow night, Monday, right here on the Player Profiler channel. Jerry, what do you have as we uh, wrap this one up and get get on out of here?
1: What do we always say, Randy? Value and volume. You can find so much value in these older win now type guys. Go and get them. Especially and, and now, before they start scoring points,
0: and I'm really proud that we didn't say names like Joe Mixon and Mike Evans, and and and, and not that there's anything wrong with those guys, but yeah. the industry is starting to squeeze the value out of those guys. I was talking about Joe Mixon, go get Joe Mixon when he was having the quote-unquote alleged legal issues. When we were talking about, oh, they were going to cut him, oh, they were going to draft a rookie really high in the in the draft. Here's the thing, Cincinnati's in a win now, in a win now sitch. They want to win a Super Bowl. Everybody's young. Everybody's on rookie deals. They need Joe Mixon. He's part of the core of this team. So, But we didn't do that. We didn't get over crazy on the Joe Mixon hype. Now, just real quick, remember both. If you're YouTube, player profiler, Dynasty Warzone. If you're audio, player profiler, Dynasty Warzone. Subscribe to two channels. That really helps us out a lot. If you want to help us out even more, we have a Patreon, patreon patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone. all of my latest buys and people that i'm trying to get i've been putting in the patreon group chat for a week if someone hit you up for some of these guys probably a good chance one of our patrons come and ask you for them so that's all i got jerry anything else and uh, i'll get you uh, back to the lovely mrs jerry and uh maybe you guys can have like one last uh fruity drink Ooh, a little a little mai tai action no,
1: but, I'm good, man. Thank, th- thanks for everybody in the chat. You guys were oh, absolutely
0: kick-ass. Not a surprise. Chat was killer tonight. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I'll be back and if you, tomorrow. And if you're
1: watching on YouTube, we got the banner. I haven't seen the banner. Like, this we're
0: official good. now, bud. No, we 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 we've cleaned it up. You got at least go check out the YouTube. Go check out the YouTube player profiler. Search Dynasty Warzone. You'll see the new backgrounds. Shout out to the graphics crew here at the DWZ. You know, you got Seth and Aaron and. All these really cool guys hooking us up with the good stuff. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. Have a great work week. We'll uh, catch you next time.
3: Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer-downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the, uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds tons of fun the fire in there is amazing great platform to post trade questions debate rookie values share insight interact with some cool people from across the globe you know shout out to those guys in australia they're blowing my phone up all the time you know the best part is there's no twitter trolls or facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about so uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more win those championships pause the podcast right now sign up and you can thank me later in the group chat when we add up all those inches